through your speakers so it probably works better that way i can hear you actually fine and can i ask you because i've wind we've actually got a warm day in ireland which is a rare thing um but so if the windows opened does it interfere much with the sound on your side uh no like i don't have my windows open so i can um do i need to is this no. too bright uh, it's fine it's great yeah let me know yeah, what do you think? You can see yourself. Yourself. It's only sometimes you, 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 the light comes in. It's fine. Yeah, I can see myself, and I've used Zoom a couple times, but have you? Okay. Um, yeah. It's, been a while. it's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good little software, actually. Yeah, for recording, it's kind of easy, and then I don't know why. I, I yeah, it is easier. I've never tried to record stuff on Skype. Can you? uh i think you can now okay um because i think people i know i think some people use it for podcasting actually i've uh. never done it but but yeah i think uh some people it's funny you mentioned that a buddy of mine just sent because i'm thinking about doing a podcast yeah he was, and, i was stuck back at the original email trail just yeah reminding myself and yeah yeah go on yeah so you're thinking of doing one yourself no, yeah. So he, uh, a buddy of mine sent me a um, uh, a thing from Spotify called Anchor. Have you heard okay. of Anchor? No. It's like I don't know. If it's, it's a new software they use, so you can. Um, I, I I guess it's really user friendly. You can do podcasts and you can talk to people and have guests that live in other locations. And so yeah, just something that when when I when you and I decided to do this, I was like, well, I'm going to reach out to people I know who kind of do cool stuff. Um, have have cool jobs and it'd be just kind of like what you do just yeah. have a normal conversation for 30 minutes to an hour about why they do what they do and you know i was going to start with some friends of mine because it's a, you know maybe a little bit easier to get going yeah that's exactly yeah. what i did i just started yeah. with some mates literally turned on the camera and just started chatting yeah Z, you do it full time now is it your is it your like one thing <laughs> No, it's not full time. Um, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I would love to do it full time, but I can't really do it full time. Not, I'm not making money from it. Like, I'm making a few hundred quid through Patreon, yeah. so it's a start. Who knows? I yeah. Mean, um, I don't really know what I'm at with it. It's kind of like I've. Uh, you kind of go through phases. So, like, I've now a few lined up over the next week or two and then like i kind of just go where the wind takes me sort of thing and so if the wind may not take me anywhere then yeah for a while and um but it's kind of it is following curiosity like i emailed this lady which you know you get loads of no replies from people obviously when you you do but um 
I've been interested in crows. Don't ask me why. You know crows, the birds. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just saw this documentary on BBC, or not this, this, this five minute thing on crows, and it just showed them how intelligent they were. And um, so I emailed that person who's done a PhD on crows and something about what they get up to. I think I saw something on necrophilia or whatever, and crows, <laughs> just a little bit fucked up. Anyway, yeah. long story short. Yeah, you could, you could, you could go dive deep into that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. where, where, like, how, how far back does that go? Did you have some strange experience with crows as a kid? I suppose I kind of just like the fact that they're ignored and, you know, they're kind of their oh, pesky crows or whatever. Yeah. And, and you're the bastard child of the bird. Yeah, nobody takes <laughs> those stupid crows like hanging around. And I actually I got out of the car the last day and I, I got a piece of a baguette and I was kind of, it was one in the driveway just looking at me and I took off a piece of the baguette and just chucked it on the ground and he just bounced over to it. Now you see, I, somebody could say to you, it's not a good idea to feed crows like because they will harass you. But So I've oh, only yeah. done it once. Yeah. I am just, were you outside? Of, were you outside of your home, or were you like out in, in like a like out, out of a coffee shop or something? No, I was just arriving in home with some food. And oh. in the driveway. So you got a, you got a, like a family of crows like waiting for you every morning. Well, it would be interesting to see if I was. To, like, I debated setting up a camera and sticking a little bit of food there, but then what if you just decide not to do it? Then it's kind of like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I actually saw a video of you. Um, who were you interviewing? Robin, I can't think of his last name. Robin Kirkus. Maybe that's who it is. Yeah. Did, didn't he have a thing on, wasn't he like, didn't he, or maybe it was a falcon. He was talking about how he was watching a crow fly by and then, and then it was like, he disappeared. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I so that's know. what I'm doing. I'm there looking at the crows all day. Just, so I just, <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think he said he was looking up at the sky and then yeah. kind of like there was just seeing and nobody doing the scene or something like that in a moment. It was kind of or maybe I've heard maybe maybe Kenneth yeah, Madden maybe. I've heard I've heard him mention crows. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe when I hear you say that, maybe you've just heard other people mention it and so now you're interested in it. So well, no, the main thing was this uh I, I there was this basically this puzzle where the crow had to get, the, the prize was a piece of food. So it went through like, I said it on to you, but like it had to go through a pretty tedious, rigorous puzzle to mm -hmm. figure out how to get the food. It was kind of like moving something here through a box, putting it up, it was just like multiple different things to get this door to open so they could get the piece of food. And I just thought it was stunning how they figured it out. So. It was just that, you know what I mean? That intelligence. So smart. Are they smart? Yeah, I'd say they're really smart. And it's just, mm -hmm. everybody goes, these stupid old crows. Yeah, yeah. The dumb birds. The yeah. dumb birds, but then yeah. there's this whole hidden world. And I'd say it could be interesting. Could be, yeah. That's all. So you just sort of, whatever, wherever the wind takes you, you get fascinated by something and then you, and then you find people that are expert, or not experts, but are in that uh, field. and. Yeah, I mean, the non-duality thing, I suppose, is kind of slightly different in the sense that you couldn't say that they're experts in the field of yeah, yeah. that area. <laughs> I'm nothing. Yeah. 
so that's I don't know what that is really. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I don't, really don't know what I'm doing with any of it. It's like kind of should this conversation here, like I mean, we've never we've had two emails. So yeah, it's not. It's never. Uh, this is this is the first time for the first time chatting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's it's a great it's a great way to connect. That's a good beautiful part of technology these days. You can do that from people across the world, and so it's kind of kind of cool. Yeah, well, it is, it's kind of an interesting thing to do to um, jump off the cliff in terms of a conversation and uh, just go for it. There's a bit of a yeah. rattle, a bit of a rattle going on there. Is that that's on your side or my side? Oh uh, well, I, I, it could be the AC unit. I don't know. Um, I don't no, hear anything. Grand. No, it's grand. I don't hear anything. Maybe it's my um, side. I. Um, I was trying to think, I saw, I've seen some of your interviews at, with the Kenneth and I think I saw zero to one, zero yeah. and one. And so I've seen Tony Parsons videos. I've watched a lot of those online. I've seen Kenneth. I've seen, um, who is the other, um, Andreas? Andreas Muller, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then I, you had somebody on about psychedelics and so that that sort of whole thing you know like what happens to the mind yeah uh, like that was when i first heard the message i was just like well that sounds like experiences people have when they do like psilocybin or ayahuasca or dmt like where they talk about the ego dissolves or like there's no like you hear people say there was no me there's nothing to hold on to the physical body disappears and so i was like is it the same like yeah. is it the same because I was thinking it's an experience, and so I remember I emailed Kenneth a couple times. I'm like, "Is that is it like is it the same state?" And he's like, "No, it's not a state." He's like, "It's you know, it's it's um, that's an experience that people have. I mean, it's sort of confusing sometimes, but there seems to be some sort of correlation, or that's what it seemed like to me." So, yeah, it is, is it, what, what, what's your sense of it? Yeah, um, in your experience. Or do you uh, have, would you have experienced that? Oh, no. Oh, with, with, with uh, psychedelics. Yeah. Nah, never. I've never done it. I'm too chicken. <laughs> okay. But I think it'd be, I mean, I think, I think it'd be interesting to do like, um, like uh, MDMA, like a, like do microdosing and they have the microdosing. Yeah. Hold the whole, the rage now, like with psilocybin and, it might be fun to experiment with it just to see sort of the effects that it has. Um, I think you'd have to be drawn to, I mean, the, um, I have in countries where it's legal to do it. And, yeah. um, uh, You're in Europe. It's a little, it's a little bit. With like places like Holland, I think um, ayahuasca is okay to do. Let's yeah. just, <laughs> let's just yeah. say, that's all mushroom. Um, but so my sense of it is, is that um, it's it's an ex definitely an experience. So like ayahuasca was or with mushrooms, you definitely get a sense of uh, the everything. I remember in during it, I remember kind of going, "Oh, it's everything." So everything is included. And mm -hmm. um, with ayahuasca, with um, with the magic mushrooms. Oh yeah. That was, for me, that was, uh, there is an experience of loads of different things, but in particular, 
a sense of um, the everythingness. So everything is included, and it's kind of like um, there is no this this sense of separation. Fa uh, you see, some of the words that I would have used when I was describing it would sound like some of the things that I've definitely heard, but then I don't know if one has influenced the other. And it's kind of like, you know, when you go into a dream, you have a dream at night and you're kind of trying to hold on to some of the moments of that dream. For me, it's kind of a bit, was a bit like that, where you, you get the sense of the dissolution of not the dissolution of the self, but just that there is everything. And in the everything, there might be a feeling of separateness, but that's not, that's still everything. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that was really yeah. clear. But then what does that, that, I, that, that was an experience, like in a way I felt, well, you, that's climbing a mountain or having a stake. It's an experience. It's not, it doesn't last. It's maybe now just a memory. But then I have heard like, with some people would take uh, something and it's there's never a need or desire to, to want to take another psychedelic again that it's been you know this this separateness thing is totally seen through with, and the experience begins and ends and it's over yeah if you know what i mean um yeah so the psilocybin experience i mean yeah i've heard people say the same thing you kind of get something from it and it's not necessarily pleasant you might like it, you might learn something about what needs to be addressed may I don't know and then after you do it it's like you, it's not a feel-good thing you, you come out of yeah, it like, it's totally it's totally not that it's kind of tough love like almost it's yeah it's say if you are I mean I remember oh yeah you can't everything is just total tough love it's kind of about healthy eating about living well how you feel your body it's so mm -hmm. completely different than you would expect i mean a trip in itself is so completely and utterly different than you would than your brain could imagine but it is it's there is a i mean mushrooms have been classified by i don't know who is the safest yeah. on the planet to take but um Sounds like I'm recommending them now, but it depends. It, it, I mean, for me, it's curiosity, really. When I hear yeah. things like, so when I heard about ayahuasca, I was kind of going, okay, well, I'm only, I have to go and find out what the fuck this is. Because all the stories about it are, you hear amazing things, you know. Yeah. Did you, you did a ceremony, did you say? Or did you just do the magic? You didn't do ayahuasca, right? You just did magic mushrooms. No, I did ayahuasca as well. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. What yeah. was that like? Did you vomit all over yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, it's a few years ago, but vomit up all your bad memories. <laughs> I, I I vomited for five hours. Did you really? Mm. No, I think that's rare. From everything I've read, most people who are not really dramatic like me, obviously, um, it's only thirty minutes. But I, in saying that, it was kind of, it never felt um, bad or uh, I never felt wrong. It just felt like my entire body and mind had been put into a washing machine. Hmm. And you come out the other side of it and you're kind of going, or maybe washing machine, a better way to say is like putting your car in for a service and they get everything done from top to bottom. It feels like you're, 
you know, you've got the oils done. Everything is checked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it is an amazing experience. But um, yeah, it's an amazing experience, definitely. What did you What did you take from it? I mean, when you say like everything's checked, like you come out of it and you 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 have like clear ideas of what's you see things from a different perspective. Like your your life is kind of a stepping back and saying, oh. I never realized that. I never realized that. Or you just, is it just like anything else where after a while you kind of forget, you know what I mean? It's like, is it fresh? Now, I mean, if you, I think it's like, it is an overload of information that you get, but it is mostly safer. You can, it's personal things, how you interact with people, how you interact with you say your wife or your kids and, any kind of problems that are in your life or things that you're looking for a solution for, it's kind of like problem solution is instant. And um, I think things that maybe you were afraid of, or, uh, things that you might, you know, say things that you could be feeling fear about, you're absolutely and utterly have to eat that fear as opposed to say, talking about it or skirting around it you have to eat that fear and almost then you come out of it going well, okay it's it's just being afraid as opposed oh, yeah. to as opposed to there's anything to be afraid of it's just the feeling of fear and it'll stay for a while and um and, and then it'll pass so you do kind of get i mean it is kind of like ayahuasca in particular is it kind of a riches of things in your but still, you come out with kind of, you know, you come out with a list in your mind, right? Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this way. I'm going to um, not smoke cigarettes. I'm not going to drink beer and eat chicken wings and, and all and that. It, and, and, for that a while, and for a while, a healthy, you can live quite healthily, but then you'd suddenly not live. Yeah. Way. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't regret doing it at all i mean i think it's great i think it's amazing that there are these substances that can yeah. change your perspective like you can see things differently but whether it's long lasting i don't know if i'd be doing this see these podcasts yeah i don't know if if uh, whether the one might have influenced the other whether um because of doing the ayahuasca i often wonder so you, did, you did it before the podcast you started you or you experienced it before doing podcasts i i, I did yeah and so oh. I, after doing that i did this mad i ended up doing this mad tv show in my office up here i did this thing called go live creations and um i took over two attic rooms and we did 17 i set up three live cameras broadcasting on the internet and we were all we had live bands all this shit happening in my in and I, I I do wonder whether did they was it because I took ayahuasca I don't know you know yeah that sounds a bit mad but you do no no get, yeah like I was just gonna ask you if if anything sort of fell away like you said that you experience like you have to eat your fear I didn't know if like things just certain things fall away like certain habits or certain like a neurotic where you have a neurosis, like a fear of, for example, doing a podcast or doing, if that sort of falls away, you're like, what, I don't understand what I was afraid of. 
Well, it's kind of, kind of more thing. so, you say you might feel afraid or feel awkward or feel whatever. And you, that's one of my kids playing the drums um, oh. <laughs> and they can't play. But um, say it's the feeling of the fear or the awkwardness. You kind of don't want it to be there. Yeah. And you kind of save a meeting or a presentation or whatever it is. And you don't want that fear to be there. You just wish you felt you didn't feel that. It's yeah. That, that kind of goes away. It's in other words, it's kind of like, OK, I'm feeling awkward and a bit nervous now. And that's OK. It's uh, kind of I mean, it sounds like what they try to teach in mindfulness, like, you know, where they say most people try to run away from from pain. Yeah. And, you know, it's like every, you, we're, we feel something uncomfortable and you then you try to do everything you can to feel a little bit better, whether that's that's why people drink, you know, you have beer, you drink wine, you do whatever. Can't really yeah. do that before you go on stage. And so I would imagine it's that it just sounds like what the mindfulness teachers talk about. Well, where it's it, like you feel it and, yeah, that's kind of interesting because it's kind of like, though, it's uh, say, you know, I love uh, cold showers. Right, mm -hmm. and have really yeah. cold showers where your skin's yeah. red raw afterwards. When it's tepid, it's a little bit cold. Yeah. It does, doesn't work. I do that sometimes too. Do you? The real at the cold. end, at the end, like for like a minute or two, I do yeah. it. <laughs> because you're, you're you're killing a part of yourself, really. I mean, you could talk about. To me, that's you're utterly embracing discomfort, mm -hmm. and that that's kind of like that it's not like you're kind of saying uh i am going to not accept it or whatever it's just kind of it's it's horrendous you yeah know, that, that ice feeling is horrendous mm -hmm. and so instead of trying to push away all this just uh discomfort and gather in comfort you embrace the idea of this discomfort and is that why you do it do you do it because so you or do, I I kind of feel I don't I feel a little more alive after I do <laughs> you get out it's like uh, a jolt of you know it's like when you come in when you go outside in the cold for a few seconds you're like oh and then you come back in and you're like your energy levels up a little bit yeah it is I was well, sometimes I kind of wonder why the fuck do you have to do uh, things like a cold shower my wife just looks at me and goes oh yeah just go and put yourself there and take that freezing cold shower. Yeah. So, but I, if I uh, take, if I do three or four mornings in a row, kind of just this energy, and it's kind of like before you've left the house, even or before you've done anything, you've overcome something. I don't know. It's yeah. I'm utterly energized after. It's the whole. I do the Wim Hof breathing and that sort of thing. Oh yeah. Do you uh, watch um, any other podcasts? Like, do you do you? you know like nowadays like there's so many different podcasts where you see Wim Hof you see all these you know what I mean these these like influencers or these people that have recommendations like London Real if you haven't yeah. ever watched like London Real or any of these yeah what do you think of that what do you think of London, London Real? Real yeah uh I like it's I, I I like a lot of the guests. I don't watch it every time, but he's got some guests on there that I really I really like. Um, yeah. He just did like David Goggins. Okay. There's some people that I don't know if I you know. Who I loved I love David Goggins. I finished yeah. the book there a couple of months ago. I just I love. He's just 
so hardcore. He is utterly so, so, hardcore. Yeah, he's so raw. Like he's just so. Um, he'll be, you know, he tells, you know, he told Brian Rose, he's like, I don't want to be here. He's like, I don't like doing podcasts. He's like, but I'm. Un- he's like, I'm uncomfortable. But he's like, I. He's like, you don't get anywhere. You know, he's just like everything in his life is about getting out of his. Speaking of which, getting out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, for for a while, because I, I listened to David Goggins talk a lot, and so for a while, I was like, man, he's a masochist. He's sort of a, you know, I mean, it's like like, put yourself through pain, as much pain, and then come out on the other side, and you'll you'll see why you went through the pain. But he's not really necessarily talking about physical pain. He's really talking about anything that you avoid that's uncomfortable, that yeah. is actually like going into the shit. And coming out the other side is like sort of a healing, healing thing. Yeah, I think I I, I kind of think it's like this idea that um, say him in or say as you get older, you're gonna get set in your ways that you'll mm-hmm. have. I don't know your steak on fucking Friday, and you'll have your whatever yeah. on Saturday night, and you have yeah. your drinks here, and everything becomes this routine, and that almost your body and mind start to dry up, that you almost yeah. become this really tight shell where everything is known and safe and comfortable and anything outside of that is unknown and you kind of dry up in yourself. And I can see why people say things like, or oh, it feels like a death almost, that you're kind of just slowly dying in your yeah. own safety, in your own comfort. Whereas he's kind of pushing himself to the absolute extremes of his body and that's how i mean you could say it's a little bit the other way but that's how he lives that if he doesn't do that he's going to feel that dried up sense of dying and well that's like that's that's like um that depressing feeling where you're like is it june you're like you're kind of like what what have i done the last you know what i mean it's like Uh you remember you're like i remember new year's day and it's like what where the fuck have the last six months gone? And then you're like, maybe it's, yeah, it's like maybe, and you know, it's funny we're talking about that because the same thing that, you know, non-duality, like people like Kenneth talk about is how everything is new. You know, it's like the, the person sort of, you know, in psychedelics as well, the reason why they talk, what really happens is that there's like a default mode network. Yes, yeah. And so things like MDMA or psilocybin or whatever sort of hit the reset button. And so instead of going down, somebody used the analogy of like when you ski, the skier follows like the grooves in the snow. And that's sort of what the brain does. Yeah. And a psychedelic, like taking psychedelics, for example, puts fresh snow. And so you make new tracks. Yeah. So I would imagine what, you know, David Goggins is taught, he's doing it sort of the natural way, but sometimes people take shortcuts with psychedelics. And then what you hear, what Tony and Kenna talk about, uh, about how every, like the, there's no, I don't know. They, they, it seems like they always like everything's new. You know what I mean? There's no. I shall make things uh, new or all things new. I yeah. mean, there is that kind of, I don't know. there is a, a there's the parallel, um, when I did this little half an hour piece on psychedelics and I went to meet this neuroscientist and he showed me these charts of the brain lit up on 
psychedelic. I think it was LSD yeah. versus not. And they said that the brain the light lit, would light up more. And it's similar to that of a child. Yeah. And that's where I kind of, you know, there's the thing in the Bible where um, Jesus says something like, it's not until you can see through the eyes of a child that you can see the world yeah. as new. And I was kind of making that parallel in my mind to the psychedelic. Does it break open? Because it breaks apart that sense of safety. That's why, you know, uh, there's also the thing that the psychedelic can be, people can get really scared during it because um, that safe zone is totally blown apart. Mm. So you see things totally different. You see nature totally different. You do feel this kinship, oneness with nature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting the way you, you come at it. You're, um, how did you stumble upon zero and one? Um, so I was actually thinking about this before our podcast. Um, I've always been into psychology and like personal development. And I read a book it was years ago called Fuck it. I don't know if you've heard yeah, of it. I have a, one yeah. Of my, one of my many books. Books there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, I, and I think my sister gave it to me. And then I, you know, like the how that you go down the rabbit hole. And then they came out with another book. And in the back, they had like a reference section and said, if you have, de you know, depression, these are, read these books. If you, and then on one reference, they said, reread as many times as possible the open secret by tony parsons you know i clicked on you know and that led me down that rabbit hole i think i read he had a book yeah. called the open secret and then i started watching videos which leads you to another video and then yeah. i think probably your videos popped up maybe zero and one popped up or you maybe an interview where you did with him or kenneth and so that's how i came across it yeah. YouTube is my crack. Like everybody, some people use Instagram. Like YouTube is where I could like four hours later, I'm on. <laughs> uh, it has that kind of effect, all right. To go from yeah. The other. But yeah, that's interesting because like the, you say the focus thingy, like in that, the, it's kind of, you know, in a way it's kind of trying to give you this attitude of focus, which is great. Like, you know, focus, it's going to be grand and focus. Yeah. And I remember when I got it, I went, yeah, I'm going to say fuck it for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I got a week out of that. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. fuck it. It'll be grand. Everything will be great. And then you forget to say fuck it. Or, I mean, it's, uh, but in, in a way, it's totally, it was prescribing a method to be able to kind of deal with the, with the world and all that yeah. you come up against. And then, whereas the Tony Parsons, with, whereas the non-dual message is kind of, this is it. This has all. This is it. 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 Mm -hmm. It. And and there's nobody controlling anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like all those methods, like you were talking about. Like you read that book, it tells you to say "fuck it." Somebody else maybe says, "Do meditation for 20 minutes in the morning." Somebody like Dayton, David Goggins would say, "Get up and get after it." <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, a Course um, in Miracles, a Transcendental yeah. Meditation, Yoga, Hatha Yoga, cold it showers. Takes a, it takes a, long, a while to realize that it's like things, like they don't last, like a method. Yeah. You get on a, I mean, I, I guess something can subtly change if you did it every day for six months or a year and you, there may be some change, but it's like, 
highs come and go the high of after you read a book or you do this it you know what i mean it's sort of cause i don't know it just it seems like experiences um it's true like the me is constantly wanting another high and then that'll last just for a little bit and you kind of come back down <laughs> Yeah, well, when you kind of know yourself too, then you kind of, you know, well, I know myself and I kind of go, I hear something like this, that here's blah, blah, three or yeah. four steps. And I, it's only because I know that sense of a hope arising that, okay, this sounds exciting. This is yeah, absolutely. my teeth into. And um, you kind of, and then I kind of go, well, if it's offering me that, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not going down that road. You know what do I mean? Do you think listening, the more you've listened to the non-dual message, have you sort of stepped, like, do you, do you catch yourself now when you start to get the, the feeling of hope? <laughs> Are you like, ah. Uh, um, well, I, I had been, I had been interested in, oh, I think, I can't, I mean, I can't even, remember i had been in i had tried at one stage in my life i was doing um a course in miracles mm. transcendental meditation twice a day and trying to be in the now basically i was stockpiling trying yeah. everything yeah and i remember and i i had a huge i just thought i was going to get somewhere i thought that mm. i was going to discover um what this thing is and I'm definitely going to be enlightened. And then I went here at Tony Parsons, it's a long time ago now, and it was totally and utterly the opposite of all that prescription. It was just completely. And I, I was- You hated it, you hated it, didn't you? Like the first time you saw I did, it. yeah. I did, absolutely. But then I just thought it was quite amazing. At the same night, after giving out about it, in the same, it's kind of like the idea of everything I gave out about was going, wow, it's pretty stunning that he would stand up there. And despite all this absolute craving for some sort of a way. That to get somewhere else. To get somewhere else, that there is nothing given. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I remember thinking you could be stoned, like in, <laughs> literally stoned because yeah. He's giving you nothing. Like, where, yeah. where are you going to get nothing? Everywhere yeah. else you're fed. Everywhere else. And you're kind of insulted by the fact. Yeah. I actually, it's funny. I, I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll listen to the message occasionally just because I find it refresh, uh, refreshing to not have an agenda. Yeah. So, like, to, to someone speak and there's, no, there's like no, nothing is being sold to you there's no prescription, you know, cause like, it's true. It's like everything, whether you're trying to make more money or you're trying to get better shape, there's a, a process and there's something you should be doing. And this method is better than that method. And that matters. You know what I mean? That's a shit method. And so to have somebody, it, they may as well be saying blah, blah, like they made us, there may as well just be silence. Yeah. The entire time, because there's nothing to, to hang on to. No. Like, you know, and, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Go on, yeah. No, yeah. It was just, and it's kind of nice every now and then to just be like, ah, I don't have like, there's nothing to like. I'm not listening to a podcast being like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and run 30 miles today, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the Wim Hof method, and 
it can kind of, you just feel overwhelmed sometimes with all the things that you feel like you should be doing. Yeah. And ha or you feel like you have to do to get better. Yeah. To, to have somebody say, yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> there is no you. There is no, nothing to do. <laughs> and it, it's, a, it, it's, it's, it's worse again. There is no you that can do anything. Yeah. yeah. It's when you, you hear it, you still go, okay, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I, 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 well, can we just park that no meeting? Uh, give me some more of the, no <laughs> I mean, it's. I still listen to it. And I go, if I listen to it a little bit longer, I'll get it. Even though I know do you, it's true to me, it doesn't matter. It secretly thinks if it listens to enough audio or goes to another meeting that something will happen <laughs> to it yeah. or not happen. And that there's a way out, yeah. There's a way out. Yeah, that there is, no matter what, I mean, I, I, I could say, I could say, say for example, I was going to go to a meeting now at Tony Parsons or whoever, mm -hmm. Kenneth or whatever, I, still a part of me is going there, kind of going, wonder what's Maybe something. this time. Maybe this time the whole thing will explode into bat balanceness and everything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah that's i think that is the the condition of being a person isn't there like yeah. a, i think kenneth said something like person will always see the dangling carrot even if there's none there it's not nothing yeah. there's but you see if you've kind you kind of get a sense of this um, the no the no base camp uh, base camp if you know what I mean of this sometimes you get a sense of it that's why you, you should yeah. go you should really go this is a lot of bullshit I want I want a way to get to from A to B and just give it to me but that kind of just dies even if it might be there subtly you're yeah. still, still kind of but that's it too. It's like, there's nothing. I think what they're saying is that anything you do, anything you feel, anything you want, whether you're a seeker, it, it, that's it. Yeah. Everything is it. Yeah. Everything is kind of, and so when they say, when they say it's closer than close, you kind of get it. Meaning it's not kind of here. It's, it is it. it is and the then you realize and you're like, well, that's sounds like a load of shit. And then you realize, well, you didn't create yourself. How can it not be it? I mean, it's like you have 50 trillion cells and you breathe and you shit and you see, but you don't, what does that have to do with you yeah. kind of thing? <laughs> and so in, even from an intellectual standpoint, like it makes, how could there be like there's life. And then we, we believe that there's this little ghost in the machine that sort of pulls the, the levers, even though the levers. if it's been told, being utterly honest, you can't, you can't pick one thing that you are absolutely in control of. Yeah, I mean, that's, you can't pick one thing about this apparatus that you're in control of. No, yeah, and you're like, well, I think my own thoughts, but you don't think your own thoughts because as soon as you try to not think thoughts they come back even harder and that that doesn't even <laughs> oh, yeah i mean you, you the thing is though but there's still there is no matter what there is still your sense of 
of being alive, the sense of being alive in a place. So even that's a kind of a reboot of a story. Mm -hmm. So what are we saying then? It's over, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is, <clears throat> it is a bit mad though, when there's not one, nobody wants to talk about, not really, that there is absolutely zero that is controllable. I mean, otherwise you would think stunning thoughts all the time. You wouldn't have one not totally. random thought. I mean, that one. Everybody be living the life of their dreams. And it yeah. Would be you, yeah. It, it's not, yeah, basically it's like you're a product of your genetics and even your conditioning, like your, your environment's affecting you in ways probably that you don't even know. You know, and then, but then also, like there isn't. A, there, you see, only you have to kind of tell a story about a world and time. Like I, I, with the psychedelic, I definitely had the sense of it's <laughs> all just much ado about nothing. It's spectacularly much ado about nothing. And there is, a, I remember feeling a huge relief, like from that, that sense of all of the stories of a world in a universe in 2019 mm -hmm. and all a, a named place and you're in somewhere in the US and I'm in Ireland and all of the stories about our lives and everything was kind of like it was in an instant it's kind of nothing absolutely nothing yeah that was all a big a big much to do about nothing I wonder if the best like analogy is a dream because when you dream at night, you're in a world, and as you dream it, it's absolutely real to you in the dream, and then you wake up and it's it's gone. Yeah. Like, and there's a little bit of a flavor of like you might remember, you know how you remember it for a little bit sometimes when it's vivid, but even then it it's not like for me it's not remembered a day later. Yeah. And so I wonder if, you know, if it's sort of similar to where it's like, it seems absolutely real when you're dreaming it and then the dream's over and you wake up and it's gone. You're like, oh, it wasn't real. Yeah, but the, absolutely nothing is real. And there's no memory of anything. That, that there is only the happening of which you are not separate from. And that, that's yeah. a bit mad that the feeling of, of um, you know, a wheel going down a hill and there's nobody controlling anything, the hill, the wheel, anything. And that's, this is total free fall all the time. And it, the only, the idea of knowing or truth or whatever, all of that disappears. Yeah. Not, not in a, not in a, now I know there is no truth. It's just all of those things don't mean anything. There is no meaning everything evaporates, like a house of cards falls down. But that's kind of a memory, I don't know. You know, that's, yeah. a mem that's a memory as opposed to something that's lived or, do you know that? What I mean? Yeah, you know, what's funny is that, and maybe you were similar, like before I even heard that message, I, I would listen to, like I've listened to Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer, and then it evolved into Eckhart Tolle yeah, same as and that, you know yeah. it's like and then it, they, they tell you you know feel the you know the, for example a prescription like feel the inner body and you just kind of get the sense like if you're feeling anything that's not sort of peaceful or that that's wrong that's not it yeah. that's not it and then it's 
when I first heard this and I heard it again, it was almost a relief because it was almost like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to listen to that anymore. Or <laughs> you know what I mean? I can, um, and maybe it'll help. Like I, I think it, the best case scenario is that it helps the story a little bit. Like you might feel a little more peaceful and comfortable for a while, but like we were talking about how that that only lasts for a little bit and then soon you'll get pissed again. And you know, did you ever go through that phase where you're like, oh, I'm fired up, I'm pissed off. And you're like, I shouldn't feel, like I shouldn't feel yeah. pissed off. It's not, it's not spiritual or it's not. Yeah, oh, totally and utterly. I shouldn't feel, basically it's, I should feel uh, when I'm feeling horrendous. That's, it's not right. That's not enlightened. That's yeah. not beautiful or that's, that's not uh, spiritual. Yeah, mm -hmm. just like you're saying, whereas when I'm feeling good in myself and tipping along, yeah, I think things go, wow, no, that's, no, no, I get yeah. it. No, I think, yeah. I think I'm really in free flow now, I think, yeah. Which is yeah. just a load, of, <laughs> a, a load of bollocks, like, it's yeah. totally a load of bollocks. Yeah, I, uh, I will say occasionally, you know, it's like you speaking of like a course in miracles or, you know, the law of attraction, you, you attraction, have those days yeah. where you have those days where you wake up and you feel good and positivity, you know what I mean? It's like a beautiful sunny day and yeah. people, you just like, people are smiling at me more and you're like, you get a nice phone. I, you, sometimes you're like, well, I do feel like when I feel better, better things happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah. you're like, and then when you feel shit, you're like, I don't know, cars cut you off. You, it could all just be your projection. It's like, nothing's going right today. And it's like, of course, my vibration's down. Yeah, that's just, you know? but that's awful because it's kind of like, on top of you feeling shit, then you beat yourself up about feeling yeah. shit because you yeah. should be feeling positive. Like that's yeah. the thing that I always, when I hear a guru or anybody kind of giving me the impression that they're, that they have something. I kind of wonder like, who are they fucking pissing off in their life? Who are they annoying? What happens on their bad days? Oh, what, totally. what is the, somebody's lying something. I mean, that's shit still stinks. So that's really basic and whatever. But then yeah. just in terms of your impact on others in your life, all of that, you know, what are, what are, you, what are you not telling us? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not living yeah. in this. What you're doing by all these books that you're selling is you're selling a dream, really. And you've convinced yourself that you're in that dream. But the only thing that you're given, actually, is you're given somebody... A beautiful looking box that's amazing. It looks like the best possible present, best possible life, but there's nothing inside it. They're just sales yeah. of epic. And all of them, every single one of them, life, there's a lot of life coaches that would be like that. They're all bought into this positive fucking, yeah. I'm going to be really positive. But what are you exactly selling, though? Like, what, what, what is the end game? What are people getting at the end of it? Yeah, it's funny, and but you know, people love it. Like, the personal development section in a bookstore is like ten times the size of what it was twenty, even twenty years ago. Yeah, it's and you know, 
it's I always I kind of envy there are people that don't even read like I've always like self-help and personal development and psychology like that I I just like reading that sort of stuff yeah. there's some people that don't have, have no interest like yeah. they may try to improve their lives in, in other ways some people are really into personal development and some everybody's trying to improve their life and so I'm just I'm envious sometimes of the people that never Oh, no. don't have any on their bookshelf they have like fiction you know what i mean or i used to read loads of fiction and now i've got loads of fucking bollocks books yeah uh, i'm just looking beyond there like and i can see i must just get them all and burn them i am that yeah and another one nobody home anyway nobody home sounds interesting nobody <laughs> home yeah it's a dutch guy it's kind of interesting I suppose yeah maybe but still, like, when you're buying all those books, you're still thinking, okay, well, by chapter 10, <laughs> yeah. I'll have the answer. And the problem is normally it's around chapter three, you're kind of going, probably there's only a chapter really that's good in this book, but I'm yeah. going to keep reading it because I bought the book and maybe, but that'd be for me anyway, the normally... <laughs> And especially if you've read so many of them, it's like they're the same book. It's the same book, yeah. It's, I mean, it's the same message repackaged in a different way. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it, you know, the other thing too is you realize that when you try to improve yourself, you try to make, like, there's the shadow side of that. When you do that, you're, you're also secretly saying, well, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Like, they're really, that's what you're kind of saying. Like, I need to do this and, do that and i've been wrong with that but you're basically saying i'm not i'm not good right now like i'm not which is everybody which is you know it, it's some people are a little more probably comfortable in their life and their skin but i would say everybody's trying to i don't know no i totally agree with that yeah yeah i mean it is you kind of like you're putting off your own piece and that's yeah. how you it's kind of like yeah I'd say next week I could be there now. There's this thing coming along in three weeks' time. That's that's going to yeah. be, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, I guess it just is what it is. I mean, you know, I, I still, yeah, I look forward to things and things I don't look forward to. And it's like you, you know, you move away from things you don't like and move towards things that you do. And that's just like being a human being. Yeah. And do you know what you're looking for, like? What's that? Would you know what you're looking for? You know, I, it's probably at this point, like as you get older, it's like a reverse, life's like a reverse funnel. You, you become much more, I'm more picky about, for example, who I spend my time with. And you know what I mean? It's like you want to just either do your own thing or just hang out with the people, the one or two people that you really like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think just what everybody looks for, you know, more fulfillment in career and more fulfilling relationships and I don't know. More. <laughs> more, more, more. Yeah. Well, you have kind of an idea then, but then you probably, I mean, uh, I probably, or you mean specifically for me, like what am I looking for? Yeah, do you know what you're looking for even by this, by being interested in going into these areas and then 
when you went. Obviously, something rang a little bit. Yeah. With the nun, with Tony Parsons, because it, it's utterly different than anything else you read. Obviously, some a part of you kind of just went uh, something. Uh, I, I think I, it's just I, the freedom. I think you know, it's like you, the 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 feeling you get that a little taste of a little bit of freedom. It's basically saying like no searching will ever do it and this is it and you're when you hear that you're like oh. it's kind of every now and then you have those moments you're like oh that's it's fucking beautiful in a way there's nowhere to get to nothing to do nothing's good like everything is fleeting but this uh, you know it's like tough to put into words i think you kind of it's exhausting to constantly strive and to hear yeah. a message that says yeah that's yeah. just what the human being does and so I would say the underlying message is sort of, I, I guess it's freedom. Yeah. Freedom from searching and freedom from, it's really a feeling, I guess, you know, people want a feeling. <laughs> yeah, but it is that, it's that, uh, well, I mean, first of all, you, I, I mean, I probably don't know what I'm looking for really, but I do yeah. know in the sense of this, I have this idea in my mind of, what freedom is like, but that's just an idea. Mm. And so then you're kind of, am I? You sound like Braveheart just there. You sound like Mel Gibson and Braveheart. That, that's good. That's, that's good. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved that end of the movie. Fucking when he roared, I had tears coming down my eyes. Are you Scott? Are you Irish or are you Scottish? Irish. Okay. Irish, yeah. But I absolutely loved that part. That freedom thing to me was yeah. everything. Um, above all things, but it, it is more this. Ex I mean, I've spoken to a good few about this exhaustion of this sense of striving, because mm. and also knowing that that striving really is a load of bollocks. But yeah. still, you can feel this striving happening, and still you think it's like being this, being this person following these ideas, this chain, this thing going on like a tumble, a wheel. A wheel. And you kind yeah. of just go blah 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 striving. And even like for me it's oh a new career, a fucking blah blah blah, whatever the fuck yeah. it is. It's yeah. And you but at the same time you go, oh that's that's that that's that record again. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's that record, you know, I mean. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like the search goes on, it might take a subtle different form. Like if you're not, you know, you, you find a career and that's for a little bit and until that runs its course and then you might be searching for something else. And yeah, yeah, it just, it's not, not, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. It's just like, you, you know, it's like you you hear a message like Eckhart Tolle and you're like, oh, I can sit on the couch and be with my thoughts. And you're like, that doesn't feel right because there's time. I mean, I want to get out and do something. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I want to get out and do something. It's like, and then, that, and then that's, again, that's another package. You're like, are there really people that just are at peace with, you know what I mean? It's like people that have apparently had an awakening. Like, I don't know if you, 
you know, there's Eckhart Tolle, and I don't know if you've read anything by like Byron Katie. Oh, of course you know, I have. Sure, you're as fucking bad as me there. <laughs> yeah. All of the greats. Yeah. Yeah. Byron, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, and then you realize something happened or maybe they, maybe they had a similar awakening experience that a lot of these other people have, but the difference is that they've taken it and now they've repackaged it into something and it probably helps for a little, you know, it's like she has something called the work. It's yeah, like four I, questions. Yeah. And maybe that help can help you become less neurotic or you can get past something, but that's, you're not going to become quote unquote enlightened by doing the work. I think it's like having a bar. It's like having a bar of chocolate. Yeah. It's really yeah. Enjoy, it's enjoyable for a few minutes. And because it, it's yeah okay this is if I do this here now the work if I ask these four questions and then I'll I mean the thing that I'm curious about is is these people have had an experience yeah some description and then what I want to know is are they then constantly just referring to that experience or are they walking around in some sort of stunning bliss of eternal knowing or are they just referring to an experience that they had all the time yeah i i it sounds like the experience like everything like left like i think i've heard them both talk about that that but there's um an underlying current of like peace like when you hear eckhart Tolle, i don't know if it's true or not like that it's sort of you know, maybe the, it, it, to me, it sounds similar to what other people have. Like it's an, a, a death of the self, yeah. you know, like. Um, um, but to me, it sounds like he, he had this amazing experience. Yeah. And then he's back claiming this experience as. Yeah. And, and here's how it, he was probably sitting there, had this amazing experience. And then I don't know. It sounds like he did a he did a lot of reading, like what everybody does. They they research and they try to like read all these spiritual texts to figure out what happened to them or what didn't happen. And he maybe repackaged it as it's basically sounds like mindfulness. Yeah. When you listen, when you really, it sounds like mindfulness to me or Buddhism. Um, Yeah. I don't know. And Byron Katie came up with four questions, and so it's like. And the Adi Shanti with his meditations. And yeah. I mean, it's fine, but you do get caught, like, but it is, it's just a sweet for the brain. It it's, is. It's just new food for the brain and it's packaged. It so we think it's important and serious, but if we're being honest with ourselves, it's like that burger looks delicious and so does that new method by whatever. Absolutely. Some people, like that's what, yeah, some people are really into personal development like you and I. Yeah, we go. We like the net, and some people are just like that's not their thing. And so intense exercises, you know, it's it's something else. Yeah, I mean that's just like some people get their get their sweets from reading these books, and some people probably get it from doing other things. More it it could be more destructive. <laughs> some people do. Drugs. Yeah, but it's but it is like you said. It's still all just. Seeking. So you've probably read them all. You probably <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Did you read Jordan Peterson? Uh, uh, yeah. I, he's too. He's too dense for me. Like he's yeah. too. Some people like him and Sam Harris. 
they, I can listen to them for a little bit, but they're so intellectual and, yeah. and like cerebral to me. Like I'm, I'm sure there, there's, there's things that they have that are, it's like, Oh, you can take that home. And I've listened yeah. to Jordan Peterson. I can't, he, he doesn't resonate with me like some other people. Yeah. Some I, people I, love him. I liked his book, but then he was portrayed as this all knowing. Yeah. I can't stand when somebody's portrayed as this all-knowing wizard. Now, it's a hugely researched book. It's really well done. He's, in the audio book, he's almost, he's crying on a couple of occasions. He's so yeah. emotional about it. And I think that's quite lovely. But it's just a dude with the perspective. Yeah. I mean, it'd be the same thing as you or I writing a book. And this is where... Our 12 steps. Our 12 steps. The only problem is this idea of well, are you have you arrived somewhere? Because it just doesn't seem like that's the only problem I have is this idea of arrival. Where's the fucking arrival? I don't think that they've. It just seems to me like it, the you know they're trying to make the story better, like for yeah. any human. And which you know what I mean. It's like it. You're not going to become enlightened, but maybe the, for some people, it's going to help them with their self-esteem or self-confidence or their relationship issues you know what i mean it's like yeah. i can see how like you said it's just more candy for the mind and for some people probably really resonate with them i didn't yeah. like i've listened to him talk um he's on youtube now all over the place and some of the stuff i like sometimes it's i don't know yeah everybody's got their flavor i guess yeah, well, I'd, moved on. I'd move on from them all right now. But any of them really are... It's funny, the only one, though, that, that I haven't moved on from is the non-Jew. Yeah. I mean, I think they're totally, really, really... They're just completely different. Really, the non-Jew is just a description of everything. And it's somebody yeah. saying... It's yeah. basically a, a voice sound saying, this is everything. Yeah. Here's a basically saying if you are... If you are Frank and you love Jordan Peterson, and that you and you get a lot from him, that's it. That's what's happening. If you, yeah. if you think the non-dual message is shit, that's it. They're basically it's basically. Just, I used to think, like you know, you hear it, you're like, oh, there's nothing to do, but it's not. It's not what it's saying. It says there's no person doing anything. So whatever this, whatever you do, do or don't do, is sort of that's just what this thing does. Yeah, there's no control. At yeah. all. Everything is just happening. If you're super fucking neurotic, if you drink all day, that's that's what that's that character happening. does. Yeah. That's what's happening, yeah. And which you know, it's it's there is something li liberating. There's this kid like me, I find it some people run they they always talk about how when a meeting starts, there's always one or two people that get really angry and like Yeah. Like they're like, This is but I've I would, seen that a good few times, yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing for the me to chew on. I kind of like it. I mean, I this me personally, like, I just find it refreshing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, obviously, it, the word is resonates, but obviously something like that is, because it is, so, it is such an empty sort of full message that it really, it is, People really, well, I don't know what people like or not, but obviously uh, you either like it or you hate it or you mm -hmm. whatever.
because it doesn't really matter since they're not telling you anything. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I like, uh, uh, I just listened to Kenneth. He, he just did some, you probably see him a lot because he's in Ireland. Yeah, I do. Very well, once every couple of months I do see him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and he was somebody who's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I, what it will it matter if I miss the first day? Will it matter? And he was like, there's no meeting. You're not missing anything. <laughs> that's what he, that's what he, I just made me laugh. He's like, there's nothing going on. You're not going to miss anything. Cause there's nothing happening. I just, it's just like, yeah. I mean, it's always that, which is, I mean, uh, it's kind of not, it's kind of nice that it's, uh, always that sort of hopeless sort of thing. But I mean, you, yeah. might, as well, you might as well be at a bus stop or, yeah. you know, staying at home watching an X Factor or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or you come to the meeting as well. It's all just what's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's a bit of a killer. But then it's, uh, you know, for somebody who's kind of going right, I'm going to go over to this. Um, it's the worst salesman technique ever. Like totally. trying to get people to come to his retreat going, well, I mean, you'll either come or you won't come. That's something. <laughs> Ironically, you know, it's like, uh, it almost, it's almost like a technique to pick up a girl. It's like, you know, oh, yeah. like the, the whole thing of like when you care less, when the more you care, the That's more they run. The yeah. more they run and the less you care, they're, they're drawn to you. When you go, come or don't, like David yeah. Goggins. I don't really care if you're going to come out for a drink with buy me. Buy my book or don't buy my book. I don't, I don't give a shit what you do. And then people, and people are like, well, I'm going to buy your book now. Like, <laughs> I'm going to buy two of them. I'm going to buy two of them. Yeah. <laughs> like th this guy doesn't one thing for me. It's like that's when they they start to. Yeah, it's a funny thing about life. It's like when you really don't. Sometimes when you don't give a shit, people are drawn to you, and the more you. Yeah, that sort of carelessness is. is yeah, it is. A, Detractive. Sort of rock starry, not giving a flying fuck sort of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I th I th that's the kind of fuck it thing, in a way, in a yeah, a totally roundabout way. So, um, you yeah. know, when they talk about the stickiness, like when the, you know, it's like the more um, you're you latch on to something, the more meaning it has like the whole fuck it book that's based, you know, it's like the more something has a meaning for you, the more the little tiny things will bother you and the less meaning something has, then you don't, you know what I mean? It's like, it can come or it can go. I guess yeah. that's sort of similar, a similar, um, I don't know, philosophy. Yeah. Well, you see, I think it's, uh, being a person is constantly trying to claim everything. It's even say, say it's fuck it, right? You know, yeah. fuck it. Then it's I'm really brilliant to do the fuck it thing. I'm great, yeah. and that's the new. Yeah, I just don't care. I, I, and it's always this, whatever way, is always the sense of self would always kind of come in the back door and go, you know, take ownership of. Somebody put a comment. Um, uh, uh, saying that the me is the ultimate of uh, claiming. It's just this, somebody who's been invited, not invited to the party and uh, not needed at the party, but constantly there announcing its own brilliance. Yeah. 
zone. Yeah. I'm great. Feed me. That's constant. Yeah. And so when you go to a meeting, I suppose that sense is utterly starved. You're just not seen. And that can be feel like, don't give a fuck about me. Sorry, I'm talking to you. You need to look at me and you need to address yeah. me or whatever the fuck. And you know, it's, it's like, like speaking of the fuck it thing, if you go, fuck it, I don't care, but you really do. It's like you're, it's like you're diluting, it's like self-delusion. Like if you say, yeah. you know what I mean? Some things you, you can't control whether you care about something or, or don't. Yeah, you and definitely, because I, I mean, if it was the case, if it, you could control it, non-duality, would you really, would you really? Yeah. Would you really be getting into it? Like if you really could. Yeah. When it's yeah. the opposite, really. I mean, okay, I know what you're saying about the freedom and there is that sense of freedom, but also it's totally and utterly not seeing. And it's not true, it's just not seeing a person there. Now it's amazing. That, 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 it's interesting you use the word amazing. It's just, I, it's, it's so, um, I sometimes think like, you hear it and it sounds so mind blowing, like, like fucking like way out there. And then there's this weird part of you that feels like, Oh yeah. Like that seems normal. Like it doesn't seem like a, they're cra It's crazy. It seems absolutely normal. It seems like both to me, like crazy. And <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think there is a, maybe there's a familiarity about the freedom of it. How it's, that there isn't a control that's yeah. that's uh, yeah i always seem to you say it's great i seem to get really fucking sad about it and i don't know oh. why i get really sad about it don't oh, know because what, uh, you feel like your whole like you've i guess if you've always felt like you're a real person and in control and you're told you're not in control and there's nothing happening it's uh, it's like a a death a death of your belief system maybe? I, no i just the sense of sadness that's all really it's, no. I, I could tell you that there was a cause or not cause or whatever it's just i don't know that was just a feeling there i had yeah uh, uh, yeah i like you be you know it's because as you live it's, it's there's so many things that matter to you and like your like your kids and you know these things and then you find out that nothing you're not real. <laughs> it's like, maybe that's the sadness and that like, you know, yeah, I remember person somebody, is a, I remember somebody saying to me, Oh, well, maybe you're not ready to let go because you have a family and I was, and it might be harder. The readiness might not be there. And I kind of wanted to just go fuck right off now with your readiness yeah. and all that shit. But I suppose there is that sense when, the, when you feel, get that feeling of nothing is, real then there is no family and there is no kids and there is no and there is a bit of a loss maybe that when there is absolutely nothing like i remember having this, this feeling of um welcome to the cataclysmic disappointment that nothing is happening mm. i remember that sense coming uh that Welcome to the 
cataclysmic, absolute, magnificently disappointment that this is nothing happening. Mm. And that's kind of, but not in that sense, it was kind of amusing for me. That was yeah. kind of like, wow, isn't it amazing that this is nothing happening? That this is all just a much ado about nothing? Yeah. I guess it doesn't mean, as, as, as a person, it doesn't really matter. Like if you feel like you're still there and things matter to you, then they matter to you. Yeah. But if, if something, the me were to apparently die or fall away, I get, they always use the word apparently, yeah. then there would be nobody there to feel sad. There would be nobody there to be like, no, I don't want this to happen. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it wouldn't. That's over. It's over. And so yeah. there, there, there wouldn't be a sadness there if, you know, if that apparently happened, it would just maybe be, I don't know. I don't know how that, what that perspective is like. <laughs> yeah, but that's really interesting. I mean, it, for you, it's definitely not a theoretical interest. This is an embodied interest that you have in non-duality, just what you said there. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That when, like, there is nothing there to know then, that it's over. That we know yeah, you know, it's that's, Tony Parsons. Deep sleep almost. Tony Parsons, you know, he, uh, Tony Parsons said he's like, the me doesn't want this. But if it apparently happened, it, there wouldn't be a me there to be like, no, I didn't want that to happen. It yeah. would just, it, you know what I mean? So you either feel like my, your life matters and these things matter and you're a, a person, you feel like whatever, like most of us feel, or you die, <laughs> yeah. speaking, and then there's nothing there to say, no, I didn't want to die, <laughs> I, guess. I guess. That's the way I kind of look at it. Yeah, and I would look at the same. And that, but then you see, when you see, you try to describe, if you, if you try to have this conversation with somebody who wasn't interested in, just the last <laughs> bit there I've now. I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> you, kind of, you kind of just know, that, I know, it's kind of, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah, I think I did it one time. At a, I, after I first heard it, I was at a, a bar and I'd had a couple beers and I was talking to the guy next to me. I'm like, you really like nothing. <laughs> I was ex explaining it like it was a new philosophy I just learned and eventually just turned away, <laughs> turned away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have done the same over yeah. time. But the, the, the nobody being there to know but then the killer thing then is the idea that there is nobody there anyway. That so on the other side, <laughs> you yeah. see that's I'm talking about yeah. this. Uh, was I talking to Tim Pliss about this gateless gate, and he sent me a picture actually of a of a gateless gate. It's kind of like you um, basically the same. There is no there is no gate. It's the gateless gate. But you kind of mm -hmm. go, and your brain would still go. Yeah. yeah, okay, but show me the gate. Like, there, yeah. so it just doesn't have a gate, okay, but there's still a passageway. There is another side. Yeah. But They're basically saying, like, there's nothing happening here. There's nothing happening there. You just feel like there's, we just feel like there's something happening. Yeah. Apparently. I, I don't know. Apparently, yeah. Fucking I've listened apparently. to it so many times. <laughs> you have, yeah. <laughs> apparently i like it that they do say apparently because it's, it's basically like yeah it's, so that's not really happening 
it's not nothing is really true all of yeah. that everything is just a story in the sense that to me it was the kind of abysmal you know that thing uh, that abysmal these are just memories but the abysmal sense of this is nothing happening yeah but absolutely wonderful though that all of that loss st is stunning is absolutely amazing that feeling yeah but that's yeah i can see i can see how there would be there could be a sadness it's like because it's like your whole world just Everything. it's like what I, there's no there's not no there's nothing there's no world it's like oh yeah yeah that's unimaginable though too isn't it in a way what's that that's kind of unimaginable then now when you whatever you said that about um yeah anyway there is nothing you know this it's kind of comes and goes this sense mm. um yeah then you just but then you realize uh, you'll go on with your day and your life and it's like if you choose to, to you want to start a business and you want to make a lot of money then it it is what it, it is what it is there's nothing that's not like it's not one of those messages that says oh you're a seeker you shouldn't seek because there's yeah. which i think that's part of the reason why i like it yeah there's a woman called giselle um, Suarez, is Giselle Suarez. I've done a couple of talks with her, oh. a couple of chats with her. Okay. She's from Arizona. Okay. And she's really um, just, um, some, whatever you said there just reminded me of something, how she talks, just that it's everything. Yeah. And so that's what's basically whatever it is, it's everything. And so whatever's happening, if I, I want to go out there. after this and drink a 12 pack, then that's, that's, that's what's that's happening. I'd love that to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'd, and I'd love the no hangover to be the thing that's uh, happening too, but that's just. <laughs> you, I, actually, our first, our first email, we were, you were talking about doing a podcast and you said you, you had just done a Tony Parsons meeting and you went out afterwards and got <laughs> hammered. You were like, you're like, yeah, I'm still, I'm still struggling right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, well, hangovers. Did you guys go out like so after meetings? Do you guys do you go out with some of the people? Just the way it worked out, yeah. That we went yeah. out for a few beers, and we, it was kind of supposed to be quiet, and then suddenly we're drinking whiskeys and and a beer at the same time. So uh, that's 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 a bad hangover. The hard liquor with the beer. Yeah, it all goes out the window with me then when that happens and it's I'm smoking cigarettes. So, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes you feel worse. That's oh, the hangover then. Yeah, I think the hangover. Yeah, sure look. And the hangover doesn't last a few hours. As you get older, it lasts a couple of days, and then oh, the I third know. day you're back to normal. <laughs> or how how old are you? 43. Okay, I'm 44. So yeah. I mean, if I drink on a Saturday, now I rarely, rarely do a big session. A big session, I won't even mention. Big Irish session. I, the, by the Thursday, maybe I will feel human again. Uh-huh. So that's the length of time. And there's a lot of running, jogging, and doing anything and everything to... 
to get yeah, it out of your system. Get it out of my system, yeah. I haven't been, I actually want to come to, I mean, I've been to Ireland a couple times. The last time is probably 2005, 2006. Yeah. Um, I love it there. Do you know Kenneth is doing a residential actually? I saw in, that. Yeah, in October. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to go? I think I might pop down. Yeah, he said it to me about, so I might uh, try and figure it out. But yeah, I think I might. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been to Cliffs. Of, is it on the west side of west coast of Ireland? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Cliffs of Moher, so I've probably been through that. I was in Dublin, and a few of us rented a car and drove to Cliffs of Moher. I don't know. I remember. I feel like it was at least two or three hours. Yeah, it is at least it's two and a half hours from Dublin. Yeah. I think anyway, the Hinch and Ennis Diamond, Cliffs of Moher. Yeah. Um. So we may, I may have gone through that town, but yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to the, to the residential, but it'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be to, great fun. Yeah. I would, yeah. it'd be fun to do that and then go out and just, I, I picture like a lot of good pubs. There are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that would be, that would be a bit of fun. All right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Those, those residentials, I mean, it's like five days morning. I mean, it's, it sounds fun, but it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I like when I went to Tony Parsons all those years ago, and I remember really thinking, oh, I, I was kind of excited about going. And I thought, right, this is this is the one now. Things I am going to drop away or whatever. I mean, that's the truth of it, right? That's you know, liberation is going to happen. I could say anything else, but at the core, that was the core. And then as each day goes by, I'm kind of going, fucking hell. I'm yeah. Just, I'm exhausted by this. I'm starved. Utterly, maybe the word is starved, but but I'm I'm exhausted by it. And it's kind of... Yeah, it's, it's a strange thing to watch for me. Like you watch a video of like Tony or somebody and then, and then you click on another link and it's, a London reel with David Goggins and it's like the op, you know, it's like you're going from one thing or just like one feeling to another. Yeah. You listen to like David Goggins and you want to, you want to do, you know, you want to do something. You want to yeah. get out. And yeah. like, <laughs> Put yourself you feel lazy. Sort of pain. Yeah. You feel like a lazy fucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you like London reel? You were asking me that. Do you ever watch it? Do you oh, like it? I, I did like him. Uh, I just feel these kind of with this. I see these ads coming up now, and it, it kind of the, finds the selling thing. But I suppose yeah. he's trying to make money. But it feels yeah. really formulaic. Yeah. In terms of how he talks, it's kind of you know, click at the link, and it's like all those videos, yeah. and I would show you the way. It, I can't so he's actually that's funny because he's actually a really I like his interviews. Yeah. He's a, He's a really good pocket. He ha he actually has really great questions, I think, and he goes with the flow and and then yeah. he has those where he's selling master classes. Like, yeah, he's selling master classes, and the the master classes are really cheesy because he's literally reading off of a script, and it's very. I feel like I'm watching an infomercial, and I'm like, oh. yeah. I see. But, I did. I um, I did marketing. I kind of know that gig, and it's yeah. Even the even the lead in, all that sort of stuff. It's all 
and so maybe that's put me off a little bit. But before, I mean, he does an awful lot of really good interviews and it's pretty cool. But that yeah. kind of put me off, the sales is money thing. Yeah, it, I feel like we're getting to a place now where most people see through that. Like that, the old school way of doing that is to me like, just like you, like right away, I'm like, cause maybe because I've seen so many of them, I'm like, oh. Yeah, why did so you go down that route? Yeah. And even the kind of him doing, you know, wanting to be this guy with the six pack, it just feels, you know, yeah. all too getting there sort of thing. Personal, personal like it's personal, personal development. development. Yeah. yeah, I will show you the way. Fair enough. Have you ever, um, there's an, another guy from Ireland. I, he's not non-dual. He's just really, he's very just um, authentic and uh, Philip McKernan. No. Have you heard of Philip McKernan? Oh, he, he, I guess you could say he's kind of a coach, but I just, I like listening to him speak. He's very, um, he's actually been on London Real a couple of times. PhilipMcKernan.com. Okay. I'll check him um, out. Yeah, he, he does a couple retreats, but he and he does he's from Ireland. He lives in he lives in Colorado now, but he does like a retreat in Ireland. Um yeah. just basically helping people, you know, get over their shit and um but his delivery, he's not he's very he doesn't do a lot of promotions. You don't actually he sends an email out. He's one of those guys that every two or three months will send you an email about something he's doing, but he doesn't do any marketing. Maybe that's why I like him. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, I was thinking maybe since you were from, you know, it's like, oh, you're from Ireland. You know, Philip McKernan. <laughs> well, I mean, Ireland, Ireland is small. To be fair, yeah. it is possible yeah. that you know of um, anybody, especially anybody who's kind of doing well, that you'd know about them if they're doing some sort of thing. I know a few, but of those, well, I, I, I don't know this guy, so I'd be interested in checking him out. Yeah. Um, cool. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's pretty cool, man. Hi, if you like the conversation that I just had and you'd like more, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you. Frank. Bye. 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 Bye.